Hello, everyone. We are so glad you have joined us today. <laughs> We're going to have a good time and talk to you some more about spiritual authority. And every believer needs to know how to function in that in the earth. And God has given us the command to do that. My goodness gracious. Genesis 1:26, Terry. You know, we're in the position of authority, but then more than that, dominion. Oh, absolutely. Every place the sole of our foot touches, that has He given to us. No, absolutely, and God commanded that before He created anything else. That's right. Uh, I mean, He had done the, the earth, we don't the, want to the, forget the animals, that. The, the flowers, the plants, the trees, the ocean, and, and last He created man and said, now let us make man in right. our likeness, in our image, right. and let them have dominion. You know, today we use the words authority and we use right. words power and all right. that, and which are great words. Right. But God used the strongest word possible. Yes. He said, let them have dominion. I want them to dominate. <laughs> and he said, and then he um, told us the parameters of that yes, dominion. He yes. said, he said over, over the, the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, right. over the beast of the field, and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So he, he covered everything, wow. uh, weather, uh, disaster right. events, yeah, uh, animals, everything. He, he covered it all and said, I want my people to be the dominating force and the dominating factor in there. So I know we've been on this a long time. I think today's our, what, sixth week in a row or yeah. something, seventh week. Uh, that we've been talking about spiritual authority and we thought we'd be done in two or three sessions, but here we are. <laughs> and I, right now, I don't see any end in sight. We're just going to keep doing this and talk well, about right. the dominion, the authority that we have God given that we need to be operating in. And so we're, we want you to come back in just a few months. We're going to talk about this. And the Bible says that there's always promises that you can function in all the time and have dominion. So all of heaven, is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Well, you know, when we talk about spiritual authority, Terry, that has just really, um, I found out traveling around with you that that's really, really, really what pastors are asking for. And when do we not talk about it? <laughs> and it's just something that's just constant. And, you know, growing growing up, that topic never really came no. up. And no. we never heard that, uh, that particular phrase. And all of our Bible school training that Dean and I went through, you know, for three years, and then a missionary, you and Jackie, and, and I just am amazed at how, how that was not a focus um, in, in growing up Pentecostal. Mm -hmm. And then even my Baptist friends that I was very close to, going to, with them to different events and things, no one really talked about the individual person uh, Christian right. having right. Uh, authority right. like Jesus had. In fact, most of the time, 
uh, we were taught that well, we could never do be like Jesus, oh, yeah, right, you know. Right. <laughs> and yet they wanted us uh, in teaching. They wanted us to suffer like Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but never have the authority of Jesus. And religion always is doing that. It gets it backwards, and it and it really um, is a real stumbling block to Christians getting their prayers answered, yeah. uh, staying out in faith and not in fear because you have been given the dominion that we mentioned uh, earlier in the program. Right. Well, like you said, when we were growing up, nobody ever talked about that. Yet, no. yet sitting in the pew right. as a little boy and then as a teenager, the things that excited me and stirred my spirit up and got me just, you know, was when a missionary would come through right. and tell about some of those kind of stories where they cast devils out of witch doctors or where they right. raised the dead or where, yes. where they went in and changed the nation. Or Absolutely. Where, and, and, you know, I, I can remember, Renee, and I'm sure you can too, as a kid, I can remember sitting in church and somebody get up and preach on you know, Elijah calling fire down from heaven or, right. or talking about David wow. killing Goliath or, what a story. Or, or the three Hebrew boys getting out of the fiery yes. furnace or Daniel yes. getting out of the lion's den. And, and I get so excited, and I'm sure you did too. I say, yeah, that's what we want. That's what we want. That, that's who Christians are. That's who we're supposed to be. Right. And I think you thought that as a kid, and then somehow they got it out of you. The older you got, it's just kind of, well, we're just supposed to kind of sit here and be a little meat mild yeah. and Christians and and so so we Sad. never thought much about it except we wanted it. Okay. I craved it. I remember sitting in, as a kid and a, and a teenager and hear those guys come through church or women come through and I'd say, Oh God, I want those testimonies. Right. Oh, I want those testimonies. I want those testimonies. And now I've got them. Yeah. But you know, I had to pursue that and and, and yet the term spiritual authority never came up. No. In fact, the first time I ever heard it, and I know I've already sure told you all this, but, but it, it, I think it bears repeating. But the first time <laughs> I ever heard it was uh, Jackie and I were, ha were in Houston on our way to Mexico. And we, uh, uh, the Osteens, John and Dodie, uh, you know, Joel's daddy and mama, um, they're at Lakewood Church, uh, asked us out to, to lunch. Mm -hmm. And so we were at lunch and uh, Dodie and John said this to me. They said, you know, Terry, so when you come to Lakewood, so we don't ever have to even announce you're in the building. People just know it. I said, what? They said, when you walk in, people know you're there. And I said, what? And they said, you walk in such spiritual authority. And I'm thinking, spiritual authority, what's that? Yeah. You know, and they said, you walk in such spiritual authority that when you walk in, there's a spiritual dominion and authority there that uh, people know you're there. And I didn't get that at all. I just kind of, you know, I thought, oh, okay. And, and, and then John went on to say, Brother Osteen, he said, you know, when you're in Mexico, because we was living in Mexico then, and he said, he said, when you walk in a, a restaurant or a store or any kind of place like that, and, and you know, most, most Mexican restaurants in those days had bars in them and stuff. Right. Now in America they do too, not back then, not so much. And he said, you know, when you walk in those places, he said, every demon in there knows yes. who you are and knows that you're there. Right. And so I'm just still trying to digest that. Right. And then later I told you that uh, and told the audience, I think, that uh, uh, that mom and dad Goodwin, J.R. and Carmen Goodwin, uh, who who were the ones that got Brother Osteen filled with the Holy Spirit. Right. They were very close friends, very, very, very personal, close friends with such godly with uh, Brother Hagen mm -hmm. and Sister Hagen. And, uh, and and then they taught Howard Carter <laughs> about the gifts of the Spirit. And Howard Carter is the one that wrote the books on the gifts of the Spirit that we all go read when we want to teach on the gifts of the wow. Spirit. And the Goodmans taught him. Yeah, what a heritage. And so they just were these powerful, powerful, anointed people. And uh, and they were friends of mine. 
I had met them and they liked me. And so, you know, I got to hang out with them. I, even though I was in my early 20s and they were, you know, already retired from the church they had pastored for decades. Right. And, uh, and so they talked about spiritual authority. And, and again, I'm just thinking, what? And it's kind of over my head. And so Jackie and I came up from Mexico one time and, and we heard that the Goodwins were in town. Uh, in Houston and doing a meeting at a hotel somewhere. So we went. We surprised said, oh, let's go, let's go here, Mom and Dad Goodwin. And so we went in, and, 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 and we, because of driving into town, we got there just a little late, and so we just came and sat at the back. Right. And, uh, and of course, we had kids, so Jackie liked to sit at the back, and so the kids, you know. But uh, anyway, we're sitting there, and they're, they're about to, st- they finished the praise and worship, and they're about to start the sermon, and they said, tonight we're going to be dealing with spiritual authority. And I thought, praise the Lord. I'm going to learn something about this that everybody keep, that they talk about, that Brother Osteen talks about. Yeah. And, and then in a little bit, they said, you know, there's a young man here tonight that, that we're going to have come up and share with you. And they said, well, he walks in spiritual authority more than anybody we've seen in a long, long time. So when we when we Hallelujah. got to meet him, then we, we we watched him walk in spiritual authority. So we want him to come. And I'm sitting there thinking, that's great. I'm going to get to learn something. Whoever this guy is, I'm going to, I'm going to you know, I'm, I'm going to learn. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, in just a few minutes, they said, Terry Miles, will you come up here and minister to us tonight? And I'm just flabbergasted. I'm sitting there thinking, what, Terry, my, me? And so right. I kind of went up there, you know, just thinking, what am I going to say? Uh, but they saw a spiritual authority, and Brother Osteen saw a spiritual authority mm-hmm. that I didn't know anything about, nor know that I had it, except they both told me I did. And yet, when I think back on it, Renee, I realize that really all my life, God was trying to get that across to me sure. because I see it in some things in my, in my, you know, you know, they made me youth leader when I was 16 and my youth group outgrew the pastor's Sunday morning service. Right. So I begin to see there is an authority there. Yes. And then also whenever Jackie and I were about to get married here, we were 19 years old and she said to me, uh, before we get married, I have to tell you a couple of things. Number one, I can't have children. And number two, I'll be an invalid in a wheelchair by the time I'm 30 years old. That's and right. she said, you need to know this because you, you're going to be a missionary and travel around the world and tell people about Jesus. So you, you may not want to marry me realizing you can't have children and that, you, that you'll have an invalid wife to take care of. And I said to her, who said? Jackie, who said that to you? Who said? Because wow. there's a spiritual law involved there, Renee, that you need to always find out when someone tells you something weird and off the wall, right. you need to find out who said that. Especially the bad things. And so, so whenever I said, who said? And she said, well, what the doctors have told me, and you know, my parents, my grandparents, my pastors, my church people. I literally did like this, and, and you've heard me tell this story before, but I, I literally went like this, thank God. And Jackie looked at me. She's just been sobbing, crying, saying, you know, I can't have children. I'll be an invalid. And you may not want to marry me. And she's just crying. And she said, uh, what? Thank God for what? And I said, thank God. I thought somebody with authority. It's a word I use. That's, I thought somebody with authority had told you you couldn't have children. Right. And I thought somebody with authority had told you you'd be an invalid in a wheelchair. And, and so here God was showing me that. And yes. I didn't even know it. I had no, I had no concept of it. But I realized... They didn't have the right to dictate into her life. Wow. Now, now I told her out right there on the spot, and I still say it today. I love doctors and nurses and hospitals and medicine. I'm for them. That's thank right. God for them. Yes. Uh, and I said to her, I said, you know, I respect them. I honor them. I thank God for them. They're just not my source. And they're not going to tell me something contrary that's right. to the Word of God, contrary to what God's already told me. And so that's how, as a teenager... God was dealing with that about spiritual authority, and yet I didn't even know it. I didn't know to use those words. Right. But I knew that, hey, uh, 
And I said to her, I said, you can have children. I said, I've got good news for you, girl. She said, what's that? I said, you can have babies. She said, what? I said, God said yes. you can have babies. She said, he did? And I said, of course he did. Because I, I knew I knew at that point, I didn't call it authority. I didn't call it spiritual authority. But I knew, hey, if the Bible says it, if God said it, that overrides doctors and, and, and politicians and bankers. And, you know, it, it, wow. it overrides everybody, including yes. the devil. And nobody used that, as you were saying. Nobody said take authority no no one ever said that and and it was always it's almost like we want to do it but i always told my mother in in some of those sermons in our pentecostal church i said i just want to hold up a big sign that says how yeah yeah you know i just want to know between teaching and preaching we were raised up under preachers that preached right and uh and preaching is fine i do it when i'm dealing with sinners you know because it's an announcement right you're announcing something uh you're, you know, and, and of course, announcing the good news is what it, where it came from. But uh, I, I, the difference was in preaching, they tell you, have faith. Right. You know, but in teaching, we can take some time and say, here's how to have faith. Yeah, here's like, how to make this work. Here's how to take this like, scripture and abide to your life and get the results for it. Well, it's like even in Sunday school, be like David. Mm-hmm. Be like the three Hebrew children. Mm-hmm. Be like Daniel. Mm-hmm. It's always, be like a, always Joshua. A, always an order, and a declaration. Well, you know, I can go buy a slingshot. (laughs) You know, I can get some, you know, asbestos or some kind of that clothing that you have to wear, you know, that'll keep it from burning. But I still don't know what I need to actually do and what I need to say, which is what the Bible was written for. And then when Jackie and I got engaged, I mean, we were engaged anyway because we're about to get married. But I mean, during our engagement period, I saw it again because uh, Jackie got a... I don't even remember what she got, some medical condition. I don't know if it was a gallstone or a, I don't know what it was, something. I, I, I forget, and that's been a long time ago. And so they put her in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, I'm right up there at the hospital with her. Right. And praying right. for her and everything. But the doctors came in and said, we have to have, we need to do a surgery or procedure or something. And we have to have your permission. Are you the husband? And I said, no. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, well, no. All of a sudden, I realized, right. oh, <laughs> there's that authority thing again. Right. And they exactly. said, well, where's her parents? we got to have permission. I said, well, they're coming. They're on the way from Oklahoma to West Texas. They're coming. Uh, and so they had to wait until her mother got there. My, my. Uh, to, to give permission. And, and then even our pastors came in, which was Jackie's aunt and uncle. And even they came in, and some of the prayers they prayed for her were so, and they were good people, godly right. people, wonderful, right. my pastors. Uh, but they're, they're doing this, oh, God, if it's your will, oh, Lord, if it's your <laughs> And I'm saying, I think, well, that can't be right. Well, I know I know it's God's will to heal her. That's, that's weird. But anyway, when they all left and the procedure was done and everything was done, I told Jackie, I said, this will never happen again. Right. I said, I feel like my hands were tied. Uh, you know, I'm your fiance. I'm going to be your husband forever. I'm, I'm the one that, that, you know, that should be doing this. And I said, here, my hands were tied. The doctor wouldn't even talk to me because I don't have any authority in your right. life. Yeah. And how do we miss all of that? You know, still, I mean, it's just amazing to me that it's all about authority. No, absolutely. It's all about who's going to have dominion. Absolutely. Who's going to so have So that's why say. God starts the Bible off. Yes. I mean, for, for even created man. That's... He says, so I've created good. the sun, the moon, the stars, the oceans, the plants, the lions, the tigers, the hippopotamuses. Yes. I've created yes. it all. And now, he said in verse 26, Genesis 1, now let us make man in our likeness, in our image, and let have them, them, men and women, them, them. people, them humans, let them have, have dominion. dominion. Wow. 
Yeah. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the beast of the field, what? and over all the earth. Well, he left nothing out. And everything that creeps on the earth. So we've got authority right. over creeps. We've got authority over, <laughs> over the weather. Yes. We've got authority over fires. Yes. We've got yes. authority. Yes. And of course, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego prove that. <laughs> the fire. About, you know, Nebuchadnezzar looked at them and he said, he said, your God, your God has changed the king's word because your, your, your body has experienced no hurt with this fire. I mean, they were in wow. the fire and experienced no hurt. They had authority over fire. And then over, oh, we've got experience, uh, dominion over tornadoes, over, yes. over, over yeah. hurricanes, over earthquakes. And I've even got testimonies for all those things where I've been, I've dealt with right. all those things. Yes, you do. And, uh, but anyway, we, uh, uh, I've, I've just, since those times of learning those things, just more and more God dealt with me about it. And I started preaching it overseas. Mm -hmm. I didn't preach it in the stage. I just preached it as I went to pastors' conferences in India and Africa and, and right. around the world, right. Mexico right. and places. Uh, I would teach those pastors spiritual authority. And somehow one day I said something about it in the States. Some pastor said, what? Would you preach that for me? You know, and so now over the last, what, 15, 20 years, that pastors call me all the time in this country and other countries say, would you come do a seminar for right. us? On spiritual authority. Now you don't need a one-day spiritual authority. No, that's that's really sometimes important. Sometimes I go preach for pastors, and they say, "All right, brother Terry, you've got like twenty minutes, or thirty <laughs> minutes, or forty-five minutes to preach, and we need to get out." No, that's not going to work. Would you preach on spiritual authority? And I usually yeah. say, "No, no I, you can't scratch the surface." Well, uh, and sometimes we need a two-day, three-day, four-day, five-day, ten-day yeah. seminar on spiritual authority. You know, you know, Pastor Dave Coconaro is a good friend of ours, yes. and Holly. Great wonderful people, their whole people. family wonderful. Up in uh, up in Hazlitt, Michigan, which right. is kind of a suburb of Lansing. Lansing. Uh, and I've known them for years. They've been partners of mine for years. Been on the mission fields with me in Jamaica and places. And and uh, uh, years ago, uh, Dave asked me. He said, "Terry, would you come do a meeting for me? A four day meeting on spiritual right. authority." Mm -hmm. And I said, well, sure, I'd be glad to do it. And he said, okay. And he said, uh, I'd like to video it and put it on television. Can I do that? I said, sure, go ahead. And, uh, and so he, he had me come in do a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And he said, I, I, all I need you to be aware of, he said, I know you walk a lot when you preach. And he said, we don't have the lighting in our church for that. You have to, it's going to have to stay in the pulpit so the lighting will be right for TV. And he, I said, okay, I can, I can try to do that. I can try to stay in the pulpit. And he said, and the other caveat is, he said, I need you to make it 60-minute sessions. And uh, he said, I don't care how long you preach over that. You can preach two hours if you want to. But he said, but I, I need you at 60 minutes right. because of television. I need you to bring it to a close and end it uh, so, so it'll be on television brought to a close and ended. And he said, after you do that, go ahead and preach another hour if you want to. I don't care. But he said, I do need, I do need 60 minute sessions. So, so I did. And I watched the clock really close. And, and I did each night, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Boy, I bring it right down to 60 minutes and then, and then quit. And on the last night, the Wednesday night, here we've done four sessions. And so, uh, we're done. And so I dismissed. I brought it to a close, ended it. And I told the folks, okay, y'all been gracious. It's been wonderful. You're dismissed. And they just sat there, Renee. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, uh, you're dismissed. You can go now. You know, we're, we're done. And uh, they just sit there. And so right. finally somebody yelled in the audience. They said, to preach again. <laughs> yes. And I said, what? And somebody else said, yeah, preach Those again. And I said, preach again. I said, serious? Yeah. I said, you want me to do another 60-minute session? They all said, Yeah. And you know, that's never happened to me before or since. Yes. And I thought, how wonderful. And so I, I went ahead and did a fifth 60-minute session. Right. And so he took those five 60-minute sessions, video now, not audio, video. 
and uh, and put it on a on a DVD, and 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 then put it you know and sold it as, as or marketed or, or got it to people as spiritual right. authority, and so uh, you've got five sixty minute video yeah. sessions DVD. on uh, on on spiritual authority. But since then, he's had me come back a number of times and do spiritual yeah, authority, as, two, as many other times. pastors have. Yeah, two of the times I've been with you, they've just said, just preach spiritual authority. But, um, but I want to say one thing about it, and we'll, we'll go somewhere else. But but uh, I also have a, I've got that, that DVD series, that video, but I've got an audio session that's actually 11 CDs mm -hmm. that we've taught. But what I wanted to say about that is you and I have taken that 11 message series on a spiritual authority and we've given it to several people yes given it not sold it given it yeah. that have called us and said uh, terry renee uh doctor diagnosing with stage four cancer or right. uh, usually usually it's cancer and, and i'll just say or you'll say give, give them you know we'll call our office send them that for free right and so many and we've told them now don't just listen to it and go on about your business but but eat that thing i mean get in front of it and just take notes and get you have to yeah. And, and, you know, we've got so many testimonies, Renee, of people listening to that over right. and over and right. over and over and over and cancer-free. Cancer-free. <laughs> it is. When it's the doctor amazing. said you're going to die, right. they're still alive. And so that's just how important authority dominion right. is. And, and I think I said last week on the program that uh, uh, we, we hadn't even got out of the Old Testament yet. We, had, we were on spiritual authority, been talking about it for weeks yeah. And I said, we're still with the Old Testament. We ain't got the New Testament with it yet. But I love the Old Testament. And well, a lot of people yeah, don't. No. Well, but, you know, the, the foundation of, of everything that we're doing and that Jesus came to fulfill the Old Testament is so profound in that it gives us these stories that point us all to the authority that That's Jesus died to provide. And I just, I just wanted to tell you here today, before we, we get too far here and we can't say this, that... If I were you, and I were learning this for the very first time, I would go by myself uh, some poster board, and I would just write, maybe cut it in half, and then write in big letters as much as you can put onto that half sheet of poster paper board, and just write the word dominion in big letters, and maybe just go put it in every room of your house. One of those, so you get used to talking about dominion yes. and you begin to function in that and you begin to use the word dominion on every area and you know i say this whole thing um about um, i guess i've said it for 25 years or so it says when i get there god sure, gets there sure. and it's sure, so wow. important for us as, as believers to be able to act our faith and act on the things of the word of god so uh, you know we just want to let you know those things today no absolutely and and, and to realize that that to, to deal on this planet, right. we're for us to be successful, we're going to have to have mm -hmm. authority and dominion. Right. You know, we're right. almost out of time, but let's pray for the people. Let's pray. Let's yes. pray for salvation. Our, uh, I know a lot of our folks here in the states that watch us are, are, are certainly born again and spirit filled and what have you. But uh, our programs also go all over the world. You know, we're on one particular TV station in Pakistan that goes to 182 different nations. So every now and then I like to throw a salvation yes. <laughs> prayer in there because salvation is the only eternal miracle. I've had lots of miracles, blind eyes open, dead raised, deaf ears, but 
Salvation last word. Salvation. <laughs> so pray this Thank with God. me right now. If you're not born again or you don't know right. if you are or not, don't know where you'd spend eternity, if you were uh, to die today, if whether you'd go to heaven or hell, uh, let's make sure by just say this prayer after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you today to accept Jesus as my Lord, as my Savior. I believe in my heart. He is the Son of God. I believe He died on the cross for me. I believe that He rose again the third day. I believe that He paid with His Thank own you, blood for my salvation and for my healing. And I accept Amen. Him today in Jesus' name. Forgive me my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. Make me a new creature. And Father, I'll live for you the rest of my days. Thank you. I'm born again. I'm a Christian. And I'll serve you forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you prayed that, we're almost out of time, so I'm hurrying. Uh, the, the, our name's on the screen, terrymiles.com, uh, and, and other information. If you prayed that, tell somebody. Don't just don't just keep it a secret. Tell somebody right. that you prayed with Terry and Renee and that you're born again. And write us and tell us or drop us a line and let us know because we want you to be more than conqueror. Amen. Right. Praise the Lord. Well, we're done. We are so glad you've joined us today, and it's been a wonderful time talking to you again about our spiritual authority based on the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. as well as God's first intention when He created us in His image to have dominion. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're going to be on it again next week. That's it seems right. like we can't get off of it. That's right. Can't get through with it. So uh, if you if you prayed the prayer of salvation with us, be sure and go to our website, uh, terrymiles.com. Tell us that you did. Tell us yes. or if you have prayer requests or prayer yes. for Go there and let us know. We want to rejoice with you or pray for you. We love you. God bless you. And as always, you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. He just kept telling me that he was going to kill me, and I kept telling him that he was not. I said, God, if he pulls the trigger, my job is to believe your word, and your job is to do something about the bullet. Hello, everybody. It's Terry Mize here. You know, God said about Abraham, I, I'm his friend, and I know that Abraham will tell his children about me. God also said to the people of Israel to tell your kids about God all the time. I've had people ask me for years, Brother Terry, should we should we cram this down their throat? Should we make them go to church? Should we talk to our kids about the things of God? And I always say, no, uh, God only said do it four times. He said, whenever you rise up, whenever you lay down, whenever you go out your house, whenever you come back in your house, tell your children about the things of God. In other words, all day long. We're in a war for the hearts, the minds, and the soul of America. We are the Christians, the people of God, the men and women of God called by His name, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, and we're going to preach the gospel. We're not going to lose our kids, and we're going to teach them about the things of God. So even though I've never done this before in 53 years of third world missionary evangelism, I'm asking you today to pray about and consider joining Renee and myself in World Missions in, in partnership, monthly partnership. In fact, we're, we're believing God. I'll tell you what I've asked the Lord and asked heaven. I've never said to you, but I've asked heaven and asked the Lord uh, to give us three different levels of partnership that people would, would give $20 a month. I'm believing for 2,000 people 
that would give $20 a month every month faithfully. Then I'm asking for 200 people that would give $100 a month faithfully committed uh, every month. And then I'm asking for a third level, which would be churches or businesses that would give $1,000 a month. And we had 25 partners, 25 churches, 25 businesses that would give $1,000 a month. Uh, those three levels, if you'd set your faith, believe God with us, God will provide it for you. I know I've partnered with people before and said, Lord, you provide it and I'll give it. Well, that's what faith does to us. Faith stretches us and, and you can stretch your faith by making that commitment. So believe God with us. Pray about it. Talk to your husband. Talk to your wife. Pray about it. We make all the difference in the world. That's who we are worldwide ministers. We're not going to lose America. We're not going to lose the world. Thank you for your consideration. Thank you for praying about it. Thank you for hooking up with us. You are more than conquerors.